beautiful people. Today we're going to talk about adjectives. Adjectives. Who doesn't like them? They're useful. They're beautiful. They're fantastic. Adjectives qualify wonderful things and charming people. They can tell you if they're pretty or ugly, if they're smart or dumb, if they're good or bad. Most importantly, adjectives can influence your astute perception of those things or people. If a special someone tells you that a certain stunning movie is really good, you will enjoy it more when you see it than if I told you the movie was bad. And the brilliant marketing teams all around this delightful world know this very well. They embellish their amazing products with fabulous adjectives even before you have the chance to look at them. The clothes are beautiful, the food is tasty, the cosmetics are soft, and the massages are soothing. That's how they precondition our intelligent minds to like these indispensable products the minute we see them. If it says beautiful dress, why shouldn't I believe it's a beautiful dress? Perhaps the best example of this are the excellent gourmet restaurants. Even my exceptional work canteen does the same sometimes. Most of the days they have all kinds of chicken for lunch. Butterfly chicken, jerk chicken, Thai chicken, Italian chicken, Spanish chicken. As a side note, I don't really understand why they have to import the chicken from all these awesome countries. Don't they have chicken in the UK? Anyway, they have all these kinds of chicken, but when it's a special occasion, they have delicious chicken. How can they be so sure it's delicious? Nobody knows. If this is delicious chicken, does that mean that all the other chicken dishes are not delicious? Well, I know that one, but I won't say it out loud. I have even already addressed this stupendous issue in my hilarious episode about fish and chips when I mentioned that fine gourmet restaurants don't have just fish and chips. They have magnificent better fish and splendid chips. But... Don't go for me. Let's take this ingenious example of a real restaurant. Jamie Oliver's attractive menu for his exquisite restaurant 15. In their own appropriate words, they use incredible British produce, the bar menu complements the incredible food, and they always have a bar snacks menu of deliciously naughty small plates. In Barbecoa, another one of Jamie's spectacular restaurants, They serve delicious aromatic lamb skewers and amazing vegetable sides. And the desserts are always delicious. Delicious apple crumble, delicious raspberry cheesecake, delicious scoops of ice cream. Isn't it a bit strange telling people that their food is delicious? Are we really going to trust them on that? It's the same as me saying that my successful podcast is hilarious. I mean, I know it's hilarious, but I won't say it out loud. It sounds incredibly pretentious. And furthermore, these marvelous restaurants have even taken their magnificent creativity to a new level. Suddenly, food is elegant, like sophisticated people from the 18th century with monocles, and rustic, like the agrestic houses of the countryside. Hamburgers are now honest, which means that they won't play hard to get and they will call you the next day. 
And these are generous, which means that they will always give money to indigent homeless people and good tips to industrious waiters. Perhaps the most overlooked adjective in restaurants' menus is homemade. Whenever I see something homemade in a restaurant menu, I imagine it being cooked in the rustic house next door by the chef's wise grandmother and then brought to the delicate restaurant for serving. Of course, we all know that's not exactly what happens. The irresistible food is most definitely cooked in the restaurant. But if cooked in the restaurant is the definition of homemade, wouldn't all the other remarkable dishes be homemade as well? So, in conclusion, the thing about beautiful adjectives is that they can be good and evil at the same time. Adjectives make things prettier to people's eyes or more tasty to people's tastes, but they can also trick you into buying something you think is delicious when, in the end, it's actually not. So, I leave this episode's audacious exercise as an interesting thought. If you used beautiful adjectives to classify everything, would that make you feel better and like all the fascinating things more? Or would it make you trust other gorgeous people less and less? It's an intriguing suggestion for thought from this extraordinary podcaster. It's a beautiful day. That's it for me. It's an incredible open mic podcast. If you want to participate, send your hilarious 5 to 10 minute sound clip to that's it for me podcast at gmail.com. That's it for me. It's brought to you by gorgeous, outstanding people. That's it for me. See you next week.